How bad was sex education in high school? <laughs> it was the worst. That's why we wanted to start this podcast. Dr. Stormy and I knew that there are so many folks out there that want to learn more, that want to start conversations, that want to be vulnerable and express their feelings, emotions, wants, and desires. And that's what Sex 101 is about. Dr. Stormy has spent so much time working with couples, working with men and women. I myself have worked with lots of men talking about relationships and sex and where we're at today with our sexuality. So come join us. This is going to be a great episode, just like all Sex 101 episodes. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to laugh a lot. And we're going to have a great time. All right. Second episode of the year. We are back. This is so fun. We just got done, you know, last week. If you haven't heard it, we should you go to a sex party? Should we go to a sex party? Uh, make sure you listen to that one. This episode is called How to Seduce Your Lover. And seduction, I think, has gotten a little bit of a bad rap. Because seduction is fun, and and there's something about seducing and being seduced that is a really awesome part of lovemaking. But also, you know, there's some you know some things that have, have happened where people are seduced, and it's yeah. not. Good. So I, I'm really glad we're tackling right. this, this topic. Oh, I love that you started it that way, right? Like seduction, it has a little bit because it also can be about being misled, right? Like I was seduced into thinking this, right? right. So with that is we are not talking about seduction in terms of misleading. Yeah. Um, but I love I love that you brought attention to that because right, it's also we Toby and I both have a heart for couples. A lot of our listeners and viewers are couples and in, in partnership or long-term partnerships. And it's totally normal to be for your sex life to become more routine and more predictable. It's literally like part of what happens in long-term partnership. Novelty is replaced with familiarity. You know, the to-do list replaces spontaneity, but also trust and safety typically be become deeper in long-term partnerships. And that is so hot, right? Trust and safety are so hot. So this is, a, we decided to do this episode so that you're 2024 and hopefully be way beyond that you have this mindset of how do I seduce my lover? How do I seduce my longtime partner? Because a huge part of it is your mindset. So today we're going to go over nine tips to help you practice seducing your lover. Uh, but it's really that intentionality and that mindset is is the invitation. Yeah, 100%. I, I think what we're talking about today is seduction as love and care and wanting and desire mm -hmm. that, totally that, and those things are great they are great right so. it's it's being intentional right being playful in your partnership remembering back to when you were dating i think about that like think about how much effort you put in when you're first dating your partner it's like you get yourself all dressed up or and you know you make sure you smell good and look good and then you and you brought you're like looking forward to it all day and then like it can get to this point where you're like i literally throw on my sweatpants and you know climb up on, on the couch and i we're not even gonna barely talk about our day right all and right. there's not that shame or shame that can happen so this is the invitation to change the mindset be intentional be playful nurture the passion, put in a little bit of effort, right? It's a lot of bang for the buck. Um, and then also seduction also has an aspect of the confidence and sexiness that starts within, right? So if you're not feeling particularly confident and sexy, you likely aren't going to feel super adept at, at seducing your partner. So again, like maybe there's some work there with your own confidence and feeling of sexiness and, and reclaiming that we're just be your own badass, amazing, sexy self because you are, <laughs> because you already are that. Right. I, and I love this, too, because it is pursuing your partner. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Like, that's a good thing. Pursuing your partner. Okay. Don't don't let that go. 
You're right. Like yeah. when you first start dating, everybody loves it when you first start dating somebody because you're finding out you want to, you'll listen, you'll, you know, you're, you, there's so much care involved and time and effort. And so I know life gets busy after, you know, you dated or got married, but pursuing your partner or being pursued feels amazing. It really it does. totally does. I love that pursuing for sure. And I actually hadn't written that down because I was writing down what I think about seduce. And I was like to beguile, right? To bring something mm -hmm. close, to, to be tempting or attractive, to be a tempting or attractive thing. Like, you know, it's to tease, to make someone feel special. And then I think there's like a little dose of naughty that can go into that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that is amazing, right? You can bring this back with so little effort, which is why we were like, let's use like eight practical tools to give you guys eight practical tools to cut it, to start seducing your lover today. I love it. Let's get into it. All right. So the first one I have is actually tease. Okay. So remember back, we were just talking about when you're dating, you're like so anticipatory, right? So tease your partner. It can be things with like a, a, a sext or a little love note that you leave somewhere or a little bit of a racy photo that you send, you know, or even something like whispering something in your partner's ear, like when you can't have sex, let's say you're like at a family dinner or something, you whisper something in their ear. That's like a little naughty, right? Because you're anticipatory, for what you want to do later with them, right? Right. So there's this tease aspect that can often fall away in long-term long partnerships. So when was the last time you teased your partner? Mm, I love that. You're right. Like, I think a lot of times people don't take advantage of times when you cannot have sex, sex isn't on the table, but you can allude to it or say a couple totally. of things about it. And it really is hot. Like, I mean, that totally. is what it is. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Right. And it's got this playfulness, right? Like teasing, right? Because we do tease when we date and we tend to stop teasing or stop teasing as much when we're in long-term partnership. So invitation to tease. Yeah. You don't, you don't lose your interest in being teased or pursued or anything. You don't really lose that. Like I know life gets in the way sometimes, but mm -hmm. you, you still want that. You want to be desired. You want to desire someone. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Awesome. And the second tip is initiate at different times. Because one of the things that leads to complacency is we tend to settle into a routine and a pattern with our partner, right? So maybe we have sex, you know, in the evening and we're like so exhausted. I like, you can't even see straight, you know, it's like, that's not going to be your like sexiest time maybe for you. Right. But it's maybe the most convenient time. So initiating sex at, at different times can be another really lovely way to seduce your, to, for your partner to feel seduced and for you to feel seducing. Mm -hmm. So that's the second one. The third one is slowing it way down. We tend to know, go with what we know works. You know, we have the same sort of sex and the same positions with approximately same time of sex and the same amount of foreplay. So slow it way down, like literally luxuriate in your lovemaking when you can, right? It's not going to be every time, but I promise you there are some times when you can. It's shifting the mindset, slowing it way down, savoring, luxuriating your partner. We've done episodes on this about adoring your partner. Go back and listen to those, right? But slowing it way down is the thing. Yeah, I love that. I think we all move. And, and I think part of that is due to porn or the movie industries. Entertainment is yep. like, oh, we got, you know, one minute to show you the sex scene or whatever it is, you know? And so everybody thinks, oh, you get right to it. You know what right, I mean? Exactly. The pizza guy shows up and all of a sudden you're having, you know, in the porn, <laughs> but the pizza guy shows up and they're like, oh, uh, here's your tip. And then you immediately have it. Yeah, exactly. That isn't real life. Real life is take a little bit of time. Touch feels so good. Just a soft caress. You know, I mean, that's why edging matters or or it does does work. That's why totally. 
you're building up something and then you're stopping. You're building up something and stop. Like all of that it, it adds to just an amazing ending for both of you. So yeah, absolutely. Take your time. And I think it was Esther Perel who says that often for the female brain, for women, um, the, the foreplay starts the day before, right? So like that anticipatory, that like foreplay, right? Really, whatever that means to really luxury and extend the foreplay and slowing the actual sex down. I love it. All right. And the fourth tip is lingerie, right? And that doesn't have to like, and this goes both ways for, for men and women, okay? Not just women, but like lingerie or sexy dress, like take like sh showing up in the way that you feel sexy and empowered. And maybe, you know, your partner likes the look of that or the smell of that or the touch of that. But think about, again, back to dating. You didn't just like roll up in your ratty tatty sweatpants, <laughs> you know, where you like you put some effort and some time into it. And it's interesting to see how that goes down in long-term partnerships. And again, same people, same partnership. That's about intentionality and thought and effort. Okay. Yeah. And the best things in our life take some effort. They just do. Right. I'm not saying it has to be hard work, but just yeah. look and again, maybe you're not wearing like a, you know, a pleather G string, but maybe you're wearing something that like just feels good and sexy to you. And so then you're like, Ooh, and your partner gets to benefit from that. Oh, I love that stormy. You're so right. Make yourself feel sexy. Totally. That, that energy translates to your partner. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. you make yourself feel sexy. Don't, don't like just be sexy for them. Be sexy for you. What do you think is sexy? And when you do that, maybe it's a piece of lingerie or a clothing that you put on or a thought in your head or how you did your yep. hair that day, whatever it might be, you know, how you trimmed your beard that day. Like there, there are yeah. times where I know I feel like Man, I look pretty good today. And that does. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That is a different way of moving through the world and certainly a different way of making love to your partner. Right. 100%. Absolutely. Right. So sexy. I always say sexy is an inside job. Our partner gets to benefit from our sexy, but sexy is an inside job. Yeah. Feeling sexy, being sexy. acting sexy, Right. Um, okay. So the fifth one is romance, right? We, we would be remiss to talk about seduction without romance, right? So some of us are more innately romantically wired than others. It is due to many things, temperament, family of origin, yeah. can also be socioeconomic status, different things, okay? But I promise no matter what your background, your past, your finances are, you can find ways to be romantic. Oh, definitely. So add in some romance. It doesn't have to be these huge romantic getaways. Maybe that is part of it. That's great if that's in your bank account and your scope and your, your, your wherewithal, but it can be the littlest thing. Romance is about intentionality, thoughtfulness, consideration, knowing your yes. partner, right? It's a gesture. It's a token. It's an energy. So bring back some romance. Yeah. You, you know what? I, I love that you said that, Stormy, because I think a lot of times we think in this day and age, there's an like an answer for everything that you can buy. And mm -hmm. when you just take a little bit of time and go, no, I'm just going to think about you and do this or, or give you something or uh, write a poem or whatever it might be, you know, totally. like step out of your comfort zone for, for the person that you love or care about or in relationship with. And that really does mean something because I mean, anybody can buy something, but to, to exactly. really think about your partner and, and give them something more that, that you is you, I think it just means so much. Totally. And most people will report like the most romantic thing they can think of isn't necessarily some grand gesture. It's actually someone, the, your partner showing how well they know you. I mean, it could be something like, Hey, you mentioned this chocolate bar, you know, 
yeah. six months ago, I found it and we're going to enjoy it together over a glass of wine, right? Like that is so romantic. That's like swoon romantic, right? Wow. <laughs> and I like chocolate. So that's a little bit of projection right. coming through there. But, you know, that's like thoughtful, right? That means that person was listening. They went out and they did something, right? So where thought meets action meets intentionality, that is the terrain for romance. I love that. And, and what's really cool about what you're saying is those thinking about your partner, that doesn't even necessarily lead to sex or is sexual. Like, and I'll just give you a quick anecdote for Christmas. My girlfriend got me a megaphone. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> it's a goofy, crazy gift that I have used every single day with my kids. My kids grab it. We all tell you, know, oh, time for dinner. You know, just like, and, and I was like, this is so like, I thought it was just so thoughtful. Like, and that, mm-hmm. that didn't, that didn't, that wasn't sexual. A megaphone. Right, you know, exactly. We're not using it in the bedroom. <laughs> I have three kids. We're not using a megaphone in the bedroom. Uh, but I just, I was like, man, that, what a, just a, such a fun thing. I, I just felt seen and like, oh, you totally. know, this is fun and right. goofy. And Thoughtful, this is playful. I mean, I'm watching you even share the story about it. Like you're, you have delight, right? It delighted, yes. right? right? Like her gesture, her time, her intention, her thinking of you, knowing you delighted you. Right. That's romance, right? Yes. Like that's romance. That is romance. Yeah. So I love it. And that, so that leads us right to our sixth tip, which is a sexy massage is an amazing way to use your partner. We did a whole episode on it last season. So go check it out. You do not have to be a professional masseuse to give an amazing sexy massage. Yeah. Uh, But you know, it's again, it's that intentionality. It's, it's not even necessarily sexual. It might be sexual, but it's certainly sensual. It's devoted. It's time. It's adoration. So a sexy massage is a really beautiful way to show some sensual. Yeah, and take your time. There's no hurry there. You're not don't don't make it where you're trying to get to sex. Like, give them a massage. Right. Like we're not. Yeah. This isn't about yeah. a happy ending. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 shouldn't be. I mean, maybe that will even happen. But if you give a great massage, they you know everybody loves it. You know, they yeah, they love exactly. a great massage. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, and that you know, kind of like you said, we're not rushing it. That leads me to our next tip, which is make out like we want to bring back the make out like i feel like i need t-shirts or something that say like couples one thing i hear from the couples i work with and just from the research is that long-term couples stop or altogether stop or dramatically reduce the amount of makeout sessions they have like making out is amazing so bring back the make out like seduce your partner with this like kiss your partner like it's the first time you've kissed them or introduce a new kind of kiss there's tons of different kinds of kissing out there like like have a make out session yeah i love that it, it's so underrated i mean so it feels so good it's so fun don't just try to get to the end that just yeah enjoy the make out yeah like really like really savor Kissing. I mean, kissing is my like favorite thing of all things, but I, you know, so that's my own story coming through there, but it's like, because also like every kiss is different, right? We, we say like people, one of the things people report that leads to complacency that can often lead to infidelity too, is that, oh gosh, this is the last person I'm ever going to kiss. And I'm like, not if you're being intentional about it, because every kiss can be different, can feel yeah. different. You know, focus on the top lip, focus on the bottom lip, use a lot of tongue, don't use any tongue, open mouth kiss, breathe into each other, right? There's a bazillion ways to kiss. Maybe yeah. we should do a whole episode on kissing. I think we should do a whole episode. That's a on great idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> bring bring back the make, we'll call it bring back the makeup session. <laughs> and also the kissing builds so much anticipation. 
totally that's like your dating is so hot like because you you don't have sex first you you make out first totally now so deeply and you're like whoa the anticipation of that that is amazing that anticipation just totally. so much to your yes life. totally yeah. thanks for bringing that back right imagine when you were, when you first kissed and that was it you're like just yearning for more right, right? it's of anticipation that like and it's very sensual and very very sexy to kiss you know One uh, yeah and if you don't love how your partner kisses then teach him a new kind of kiss yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's right. that's makeup bringing back the makeup uh all right and our eighth tip is doing something erotic together okay so we've talked about erotic we did we've done episodes on eroticism what does that mean we tend to be very myopic with it but Watch a sexy movie together. Read some erotic poetry together. By the way, sexy movie doesn't have to be porn. Might be porn, but up to you guys. But erotic poetry, right? Pick out a toy yeah. together. Go to Marriage Supply and pick out a toy together, right? These are erotic experiences that you can do. It's something erotic together where, like, if you're in a monogamous couple, you're this is the one person you're having sex with on the planet. So, like, make it special. Do pick, like, put your intention and your attention there. This is the one person you're having sex with. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. So those are the eight practical ways to start seducing your partner today. But then you said something to me that made me like want to throw in a ninth little bonus <laughs> practice, which is because you mentioned about like, you know, you're about your girlfriend's uh, Christmas present, right? She really knew you, right? So if we've talked about the love languages before, but know your partner's love language. Okay. So if you don't know, take a quiz. That's a fun thing to do right there. A date night, like take the love languages quiz together, learn about each other's love language, and then do something in that person's love language. So for example, if your partner's love language is words of affirmation, you mentioned earlier in, in this episode, write, write them a love letter, write them a love note, tuck something into their lunch or their briefcase or whatever. But that's a good one for words of affirmation is to write a love letter, right? If their love, love language is quality time, maybe maybe you plan a road trip, right? There's a lot of quality time in a road trip, right? Yeah. Maybe you plan a special night out, like based on what, you know, that's going to really give you time to, with no phones, no distractions, no kids around, whatever it might be, okay? If their love language is physical touch, maybe the sexy massage is the perfect you know, date night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it's uh, acts of service, maybe you cook them a lovely meal and you clean up, right? So you are literally in full service to them. And they, you're like, what, they're like, what can I do? You're like, nothing, sit there and look beautiful, right? Sit there and be beautiful, right? Whatever. Um, if their love language is gifts, maybe tickets to like their favorite band who happens to be in town or like a, a night out with all their little favorite things or like that chocolate bar that I just mentioned, like, oh my gosh, you mentioned this chocolate bar. I got it for you and I want to enjoy it together, right? So knowing their love language and, and doing things in that love language is a really beautiful way to seduce your partner. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate you saying that because also that isn't about you, that's about them and that they feel that. Now, I, okay, so I'll just tell you a little bit about me, like my girlfriend. <laughs> this is funny. I'm a 47 year old man. And whenever I bend over, I'm getting a pot out the bottom of the stuff, whatever, you know, she'll go, mm, I'll just hear, mm, mm. Like, <laughs> no, I don't look sexy, but it, it's, it makes me smile. It's like oh, totally. checking me out and she's totally. it, and it, it's, and it like, I don't look my best. I'm wearing jogging <laughs> pants and I'm trying to make macaroni and cheese. Or whatever. But like just a little bit, like just these little things where somebody goes, you are seen and totally. I like what I'm seeing. 
Like, totally. you know, so, exactly. Just, and that's about them. You just give right. them that. And she's checking you out, but she's also letting you know that she's checking you out, which yeah. is amazing. Right. If she was checking you out and you don't know it, you don't get to both benefit from the fact right. that she's checking you out, you know? Right. Right. And just, just knowing that and that she's making it fun and, you know, like that, that's, that's the thing that, that you and I always say, you can have fun with this. You should be having, you should, sex should make you smile. Totally. In all aspects, not just penetration. Like we're talking about all aspects of sex. You should be smiling. It should be fun. You should be, you should feel let your partner, like let, let your partner know how much you actually are attracted to them and what they mean to you and all that stuff. It's just great. Yep, I agree. So start seducing your lover today, crew. Good day. <laughs> All right, I love that. Okay, let's get to Stump Stormy. It's time to Stump Stormy. All right, I got a good one for you. Um, All right, Stormy. The earth could be repopulated to its current level Using the amount of sperm that could fit into what? Oh my gosh! Well, what? Okay, oh my so first of all, I'm I'm visually spatially very challenged, so all I'm imagining is like a big vat of sperm right now. <laughs> but um, I would say, like, like a couple swimming pools full. I don't know. An aspirin capsule. No, that yes. is not true. Yes, it is true. An aspirin <laughs> capsule. Good popular. Like an aspirin bottle. Food. You need the whole bottle. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. First of all, wh- who did that study? I mean, how did they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> there is a lot of swimmers and a little bit of sperm, but that seems like minuscule amount. That is you weird. might be right. You might be right. But that's what the study showed. That's what the study that's showed. Amazing. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. So but I do, there. I will say it is a superpower of, of penis bodied people. How many little swimmers are in a very little bit of volume? Yeah. 100%. So, all right, good. Perfect. Um, all right, let's get to listener questions. Have a question? We've got answers. Here's this week's listener question. All right, here's the first question. Should my husband and I schedule sex? We have two small kids and both work full time. And so most days I don't feel like having sex at the end of the day, which everybody understands you're working, Mm -hmm. responsibilities. Um, I'm really appreciative that she said that. I was thinking that if we scheduled it, then we would be more diligent to have sex, but also it does not seem romantic at all. And this comes from, I love, I love, I love my calendar girl. <laughs> yeah, show my age. I used to love that song. <laughs> yeah, you you calendar girl. <laughs> Gotta schedule it. So good. So yes, I, yes resounding capital Y-E-S. I am a big fan as a sex and intimacy coach of scheduling sex. In case mm. I totally hear you that it might not feel as spontaneous or romantic and you can have spontaneous and romantic sex, but also scheduled sex can also be very romantic because it lets you build, like you said, you'd be more diligent having it. Okay, So it's a great strategy, particularly when life feels busy or you're feeling a little lackluster in your sex life or you're just feeling a little like stressed out. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's important that you find a time that works for both of you. 
that you actually put it in your calendar, calendar girl, uh, actually put it in your calendar. Okay. <laughs> Literally, like put it in your calendar. Okay. Stick to it. Do it. Yeah. Have it be anticipatory. Be like, oh, baby, tonight's tonight. You know, like whatever. Send a sexy text. Like be, yeah. be in your own anticipation. Share the anticipation. And here's the deal. Also make it make broaden the definition of sex. So it is, I like to say you're scheduling sexy time. Mm-hmm. Yes, there may be sex. There may just be makeout. There may just be connecting. There may just be foreplay. But you're giving, you're broadening that. Like it is, it is a time that the both of you are committing to sexy time. Yeah, I love that. And you're right, because you're more intentional and you're and you can the lead up can be fun. You're right. Like three or four days out, you're like, you know, what's coming up? You can send text. You know, you that way you have everything planned. Kids are out of the way, you know, all the you know, everything that that could interrupt it, you can do it and it can be sexy. It actually can be for sure. It can be same way as when you plan a date. And you yep. think, hopefully, I'm going to maybe we'll do a little something after the day. You know, you're still planning. <laughs> well, you're making some plans. So, yeah. All right. I like it. Um, okay. Here's the next one. Uh, and I resonate with this one. Uh, I am a very hairy guy. I am self-conscious about it and don't ever know how or when to bring it up to someone new I'm dating. Do I need to bring it up? Before we take our clothes off, uh, do I need to bring it up before we take our clothes off in front of each other? And this comes from it's a hairy situation. And I'm a, I'm a hairy dude. I got a hairy chest. I, I understand like it can be intimidating, especially because every man that you see on TV is hairless or has the greatest chest hair you've ever seen in your life. It's it's like everybody would want it. It's either no chest hair or the perfect chest hair that you've ever seen in your life. So it can be intimidating for guys. Okay. Well, and also according to science, they will say research says that about just over half of all men polled um, are concerned with their hair. Really? Okay. So it's a really common I, thing. So just to normalize that, but what I'm going to say to this listener who asked this question is it's really up to you. Okay. So it's like up to you to own it or work with it. Right. Like I'm not a fan of like, I mean, I think about 40 year old virgin when he like goes in that scening to get the waxing on his <laughs> chest or whatever that just popped in my head, <laughs> yeah. you know, right. So doing it for someone else, like that's just never going to, I don't ever want to encourage that with my clients. Right. But if you're like, Hey, I want to do that. That's a different orientation. So again, yeah. that's why I say like own it or work with it. Right. Um, so either like rock your Tom Selleck. Right. Which also, by the way, a lot of women really report to finding hair yeah. on men's yeah. sexy. Okay. Um, or work with it. There's things like manscaping. Or, I mean, but that's, you're doing it for you, not for someone else. As far as like the need to disclose that, I would say that, that, that like, again, being, if you're disclosing it because you're not comfortable with it, that has a very different energy than, than finding out as you're dating, how your partner feels about it and having conversation yeah. about it. Okay. So the energy that you bring to it. Okay. Um, and if as you're dating someone, you can be like, hey, you know, do you like how is your vibe with, with Chester? I have a lot of it. Like, do you love it? Like, gives an opportunity for a dialogue about it. But, you know, I just like to I always think that you like I say about everything in my life, too, is like own it or work with it. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent. And I think once again, you can open the door so your partner can tell you something because everybody has something they don't feel totally comfortable with on their body. You know, what I mean, everybody. Totally. wishes there was some some way to improve something on their body. Totally. If you and say, men without, hey, well, men without yeah. chest hair want chest hair. Men with chest hair want less chest hair. I mean, right. by the way, this is men. Women, that we have, and non-binary, we all have this issue of grass is always greener. 
So owning it, own it or work with it, right? And that doesn't mean like there's something wrong with you. It's like, what's the energy you're bringing to it? Having dialogue with your partner if you or part, potential partner if you choose to. Um, and then just also like, you know, rocking it, like really like being like, hey, this is because we know that like genetics and things like that um, contribute the most, right? Um, it, there is also a little bit of like, there's some interesting research about like the more hair you have the more pheromones you have too so you might be putting off some sweet ass pheromones you know so um just yeah anyway that's what i would say about that i love it i love it yeah just l allow your partner to tell you can bring up this as a conversation hey what do you what what's something about you you wish you could change this is yeah you know, i'm just being honest you know or you know or this is where i feel vulnerable or whatever you know whatever that conversation you want to have with your partner just you can bring it up however you want and i think it you don't have to take it so seriously. I think keep it light and it's okay. Like you, your body is the way your body, you didn't get to choose it. This true. is just, it's you know, true. your parents, your parents did this to you. So this is what you got. <laughs> That's so true. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Um, remember you can get 10% off at marriagesupply.com with code sex one Oh one. Uh, and please email us your questions, uh, your listener questions or any topics you have for the show. Uh, you can email stormy at stormy at lovedeeplab.com. You can email me at Toby at marriagesupply.com. Um, and definitely follow Dr. Stormy on Instagram at doc stormy, the number one doc stormy one or her TikTok, which is awesome. Touchy subjects with three S's. And you can follow Marriage Supply on Instagram at the.marriage.supply. Thank you guys so much. What a great start to this year. Remember, knowledge is power. Sex is power. And the world needs more of both. <laughs>